Welcome, guys. This is Deconversion Therapy, and um, uh, I'm Bonnie coming at you, and over there in Tennessee is Karen. <laughs> I guess I'm coming at you also. A very slow, lazy coming at you, but nonetheless. But you really put it forth before we uh, started welcoming, and you did like these Muppet arms, like Grover. <laughs> I'm getting myself, I'm getting the energy flow out of my heels and it, more it too. Was, it was not a raise the roof. Woo-woo. It no. was Grover arms. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about Catholicism today, everything about the whole religion. We're going to be, what's happening? Let me back up. Bonnie and I are going to be teaching people. It's going to, Bonnie, are you, are you ready for my knowledge to be hitting you in the face so abruptly? I am, because mine's going to hit you in the face as well with uh some stuff about saints. But what I what I realize every time we talk about another religion is that this is what I really wanted from our world religions class in college that oh, we did not yeah. get. What did you get? Uh, oh, uh, and our Baptist got, college. Gotcha. Yeah. We got a sidetracked professor every single freaking time. Yeah. Half of the people in there thought it was funny to sidetrack him and get him to sit on the desk and talk. Right. And right. Um, I was like, you guys, I just really want to know about Zoroastrianism. But yeah. No. Which, um, yeah, sort of predated yeah. Christianity, had a lot of similarities, but. Then we would get tests and I'm like, thank you, jackasses, right. for making me have to read the material <laughs> instead of absorb it in a nice lecture scenario. Anyway, so it's everything about Catholics in what, about an hour? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll make it probably shorter than a regular mass, but at the same time, um, this is a mass, as in a growth in your body that is uncontrollable, that might have pus in it. All right. And you can't cut it out. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So I was going to tell you, like our sponsors, I am, I'm shocked that we have sponsors, as you know, I, that uh, we're at an, at maybe at a maturity and an age in our life where getting this kind of attention is strange and awkward, but also so, so nice. And I wanted to do a little shout out to our future Catholic sponsors. <laughs> And Not just anymore. <laughs> name a few. Um, this is mostly by their email names, so it might be different. But I just wanted to say thank you to someone that's email is Sehuff or Sehuff. Thanks to Stella, Yayo, Julie, uh, Megan, and Linda. We appreciate you. And for our sponsors, We're going to announce our next Zoom party soon. And I do also want to announce the winner of our Illuminatals candle for this month. Oh, cool. Which is very much like a Catholic um, prayer candle. Exactly. It is a saint's candle, but with a fun celebrity on it. Uh, So do you want to read the email of the person who won, Bonnie? Yes. Okay. So the person for this month's winner is X Church Mouse. Isn't that cute? And you know your domain, your domain name. Right. Right. We we're not going to tell you that, but you've won an Illuminatals, which is a cute saint's candle, and we'll get in touch with you. And then for other greedy little people out there, we have a way that you can win, no matter who you are and what you are, and if you sponsor. So I'm going to talk about it. At the end, after Mass is over. Yeah, after Mass. And there will be no singing. So you guys are all happy. You don't know that, Bonnie. Mm. That's my my surprise <laughs> to you. Wow, okay. Um, so, yep, listen to the end. Find out how anybody can win one. Um, are we ready to talk about Catholicism? Yes. So... I'm going to tell you everything I know 
pre-reading anything. Oh, good. And, and then I'll tell you mine, and then we can start with what we right. learned. <laughs> because it's so weird that I I will learn more about religions than I do Catholicism, and I think it's just because it, it's so confusing, and it's Christian, so to me, it's not as interesting, maybe, as like, hey, what do the Muslims believe? <laughs> right. But there's just so much, like, stuff. To me, it's when you go into a hoarder's house, that's what I picture, <laughs> Catholicism. And I was, was going to describe... What was your visual? I was going to lovingly say it's a rich tapestry. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> a tapestry that's under 47 Life magazines in a hoarder's house. Okay. Um, but I mean, to me, it's cluttered, like visually cluttered, because there's so many icons and rules and hats. just visuals. What? And hats. Hat. Yeah, their their oh. priests wear a lot of hats. Oh yes, and I don't do. mean that metaphorically. Like they have a lot of responsibilities. They've got those big giant pope hats. Are there any that wear baseball caps? That's how to relate to the people. <laughs> so my ignorance is that I just know that there are saints. I know that Mary is very important, which is why we as Baptists, Southern Baptists, didn't believe that they were saved because they were praying to someone besides Jesus. Um, and that, you know, they would use Latin and that they dressed weird and that they <laughs> believed that they could save babies by just sprinkling water. So there were so many things that went against what our true Christian faith was that I, I almost saw it as witchcraft, you know? Yeah, you didn't see it that way. You were told to see it that way because our people thought that we were the only right religion. And that uh, yeah. is insane because I'm going to jump to something that I was looking up, um, you know, that's going to help or it's going to relate to what we were just talking about. Um if you if you look at the numbers uh, in the world, there are 7.8 billion people, you know, give or take. Mm -hmm. uh, Christianity uh, is Protestant. Two, nope. Okay, so I'll start over. Okay. For you. So in the world, there are 7.8 billion people. Of those 7.8 billion, 2.6 billion are called Christians. Okay. So under that... 1.3 billion of the Christians, half, are Catholics. Protestants, then, you go down, it's 900 million. Keeping in mind, that includes the Anglican Church, the Church of England, which looks right. really similar, and Episcopalians yeah. and all that are in there. So yeah. they've got 110 million. So when you've got 2.6 billion Christians, half of them are Catholics with 1.3 billion. Baptists are only 100 million. I mean, we think that's that that's crazy. a lot for our country. Because. Because sure, they're loudmouths. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but ultimately, like, Catholics are the ones encompassing, every, they're everywhere. They are freaking everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Well, it's also because they uh, believe in um, birthing half of their church. So, you know, <laughs> there's like large Catholic broods, so it keeps multiplying in that way. Right. So they don't believe in the birth control and all of that stuff. Um, but for Although, us to think... <laughs> what? I have a story uh -oh. about that. Oh, so okay. I, I was just having sex with a Catholic last week. And, <laughs> no. Um, so... I think I told this before, I was really shocked because we have some very Catholic friends, lovely, like to drink with them, etc. And um, the father and the mother decided, this is enough kids. We don't want to have more kids, but we're very devout Catholics. So what we're going to do is write a letter to our archdiocese, uh, you know, someone with a hat somewhere, Right. In our area. 
and request a little bit of a, you know, a free-for-all, a mulligan, a, a whatever you're going to call it, a free On pass. On what? A waiver. What does that mean? Oh, you for mean for him, birth control? For him to get a vasectomy. Oh. And he got permission. So I'm like, oh. so the rules, you, uh, you can change them. You just have to write a letter and just, I guess, be like, you can I would appeal. like out of this one, please. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I like that. I can only assume that the guy's like, someone asked. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but what I was going to say, though, is the whole idea that we were thinking as Baptists, well, we are the only right way when that many other people exist on the planet and that many other people are Catholics and God knows what else, reminded me of how in the U.S. we're like, you know what? No, thank you to the metric system. Because the <laughs> whole rest of the world decided, yeah, metric right. system. Except for, did you know this? Myanmar and Liberia. Well, they, I mean, really, <laughs> who is talking to Myanmar and being like, how many feet? Is your car length? Yeah. Did um, I say it? What did, how do you pronounce it? Myanmar? Myanmar. Yeah. Myanmar? Myanmar? Yeah. Great. Uh, um, well, we're not going to say it like they say it, so we're butchering it either way. I know. So apparently you can bring your ruler to Liberia. <laughs> Go, hey, my people. <laughs> okay, so what was your view of Catholicism, uh, witches? It's sort of that. I mean, I would go, I think I went to a Catholic church, um, one that you and I know well, uh, that our great last president got married at. And that was like our biggest Catholic church, the one in Palm Beach. That's not Catholic. <laughs> Is it not? Is it Pres See? Episcopal? Okay. Yep. Yep. I'll skip See? that one. Okay. No, so, don't skip it. See, that shows us like what we think because they're similar with the hats and there stuff. was yeah. So this my little like seventh or eighth grade boyfriend was an altar boy, and he's like, "Yeah, come to this church." I don't know who took me. If a parent took me, or they dropped me off, and I sat there, and I'm like, "This is as Catholic as I can do," because there's a lot of Catholic visuals there. Everyone's in a robe. Yeah. There's walking, holding a big cross. To me, Bonnie, it was a lot of idolatry that was yeah. happening. Yeah, um, and you were old enough to be skeptical of their witchy ways that, when you totally. saw. Yep. Oh, you know what else they didn't have? What? Cushions on the pews. Oh, well. That's, that's just barbaric. That's, yeah, that's old suffering ways. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, not going to do that. Okay, so if if that was your impression, my impression was uh, exactly what the media wanted me to know from Father Guido Sarducci, who was oh, a yeah. character on Saturday Night Live in the early 80s, and... um uh, to this day, I will incorporate one of his jokes into, you know, everyday conversation and people don't know it's his joke. And I'm like, oh man, I've been getting mileage on this for years. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently with Catholic saints, he's doing a bit on the, the weekend update segment and he's got the full black stuff on and the white collar, but he's got a hat on, but like a hat that you'd wear out in public with a brim. Anyway, he's got also like rose-colored glasses <laughs> where it highlights only your eyeshadow part in pink, which I always thought was really clever, but for ladies. Anyway, so he came on and gave this little update segment about um, how he was complaining that there are <laughs> Italians, so many Italians just waiting to be made saints. And apparently to be a saint, you have to have four miracles. So there was some woman in like the early 80s from the U.S., because it's all politics, he says, um, she's got... <laughs> she's got three miracles and the Pope just waved the fourth one. 
He's like, he just waved it. And then she comes along with three lousy miracles. I understand two of them were card tricks. <laughs> that has killed me for so many years. Card tricks. <laughs> and one, I got two. That's it. I, I mean, do they have an inbox on the desk of the Pope that's just like possible new saints? They, I, how? Yes, we'll get they into do. It. They've got like a backlog and there's a whole process. And um, I will read you why some of them are saints when we get to that portion of what we're talking about. Why well, no? Why, why I, you tell us everything about the Catholic <laughs> history first? <laughs> well, what I remember also is we've talked about how our Southern Baptist Church was the place to be especially before people could drive and have other choices. Kids would love to come to our church because we always had activities, you know, it's a big church. A lot of popular people went there. You and I were not in that group, but nonetheless, we attended. And we invited this guy from high school. I guess it was high school. And we had two doors to the side of our pulpit, and then we had doors mm-hmm. in back, so you could come in either way. And you knew and they weren't you... pretty doors; they were just white doors with metal handles. I mean, in Catholic churches, you'd get a beautiful right. door. No, we did not get the beautiful door, and the front doors would get closed when the service is starting. As in, don't come in here; just right. go through the back. <laughs> but of course, this guy didn't know. He comes in to find all the rest of us. The service is sort of started, and he, like, looks at the pulpit, and then he kneels and crosses himself yeah. in front of, like, the whole church. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, do we have the heart to tell him we're not like those people? That's, that's we bowing. We don't believe in your silly superstitions. That's right. Um, but that's about it, you know, and I also knew, like, Oh, Catholic school. It's kids are the craziest. Um, and they're, they're getting all... hit on the knuckles with rulers by the nuns. Right, right. Yeah. All that stuff. So that's really, uh, that's my education. And that's really all, all you need to know, Bonnie. I've filled you in. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I just, there's, like you said, it's just so rich with, with pictures. Did I and say stories? Rich? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So why don't we just not even talk about any history of the Catholic Church? Because that's Darn. not interesting. I have um, so much knowledge. Yeah. Um you can watch Saturday Night Live and pick up all you need to know. Um so I've got some saints here and they appeal to the saints when they have special needs. Did you okay. know about... You have the saints in your room? Is that what I you do. think? <laughs> no, I've got okay. a list of saints and how they got to be saints, but what you what you what you want from them. What you when you call on them, like there's one saint. Hold on one second. Oh, yeah, sure I know I have... what you mean. Like blah blah, the saint of Yeah. So okay. uh, for instance, I think this is hilarious. There is a saint who you call on when you've lost your keys. Damn. Yeah, that's I mean. pretty specific. <laughs> so so um his name is Anthony. And okay. somebody jokingly said some people are so familiar with him they call him Tony. But the the prayer for lost keys goes like this. Saint Anthony, perfect imitator of Jesus. If you have a perfect imitator, why do you need Jesus? I like that. Exactly. Um, Take Anthony. Who received from God the special power of restoring lost things. Grant that I may find our car keys, which have been lost. (laughs) At at least, wait a minute, no. At least restore me to peace and tranquility of mind, the loss of which has afflicted me even more so than my material loss. I kind of like that. You have to say that whole thing, though? You don't. Oh, well, there's I, more. What? 
Yeah. So do to you, this favor, I ask another oh of you, <laughs> that I may always remain in possession of the true good that is God. Let me rather lose all things than lose God, my supreme good. Let me never suffer the loss of my greatest treasure, eternal life with God. Amen. Wow. God. Yeah. No, all right. So you can't, set and long. You can't just be like, St. Anthony, help me out. Oh, well, I really don't know, but <laughs> this is what wow. I found on the internet. So. But, and like, who decides these things? Like we said, oh, I guess people who wear the hats. Okay. You'll, en- you'll enjoy this. On this website where I found the prayer for lost keys is an ad for a simple trick to remove your wax. <laughs> there's a piece of paper. With the grossest glob of yellow gooey earwax. And the lady's fingernail polish is chipped and coming off. (laughs) Is there a saint for earwax? Likely. Likely there is. Um, Okay, so here's a giant list of the patron saints by their occupations, but I've picked out a few so that we don't have to read you all 1,200 of them. Oh, we should. Oh, you want to do that? (laughs) I'm going to quiz you, and you're never going to guess them from the saints' names. I'm asking St. Anthony once he finds (laughs) my keys to help me. (laughs) Okay, so do you know what St. Joseph is sometimes used for other than baby aspirin? Well, I would say if we're talking about the, quote, stepfather, baby daddy-in-law of Jesus, it would probably be the patron saint of when someone lies to you. Okay. No, and what you said was hilarious because I came across this more than one time. In doing this research, they call him the stepfather. Oh, really? Or no, they call him the adopted father of Jesus okay. or something okay. like that. Because right. Mary is everything. She is. She's yeah. all that. I don't think that they think, I don't, I don't know if anybody thinks that the seed actually came from Joseph. Oh, no. Yeah. And it, I was, I, I was well into adulthood. Mm-hmm. When I understood immaculate conception, I thought it mm-hmm. just meant no Joseph rather than being born of a person that's perfect and never sinned. Like I oh, didn't yeah. get that part. Um, I just got it now. Yeah. I yeah. just thought it meant sans human seed. No poking. Yeah. <laughs> Poor so you're, she, was, she was a virgin <laughs> and... Immaculate. And she kept an immaculate manger. (laughs) Joseph gets shit on whether or not he had premarital sex or didn't. Right, right. (laughs) Two different mindsets. Um, Okay, so St. Joseph is frequently used when you want to sell your house. Oh. Oh, you haven't heard this? Great, because (laughs) being in the house-selling profession, I have. So you buy a little statue of St. Joseph mm-hmm. and, and they kind of all look alike and he's got a really bad hairline and mm. kind of, it's kind of like maybe bangs or maybe he's got it all pulled to one side. I don't know how that works. Um, but you, you buy this statue and then you put it in your yard with the face facing the for sale sign but the key is he has to be jammed in there upside down. <laughs> oh, see? Isn't that Wait, crazy? But, I love it. But if, but, but if you I, can see it or is he buried? No, he's buried. So you dig a okay. hole. Okay. Better. Because if I approached a house I wanted to buy and there was a statue <laughs> upside down trying to read a sign, I'd be like, yep. this is not the place for me. Okay. Nope. And um, there is, okay, so you have two options when you go on Amazon. You can either buy just the statue for something like $5, but yeah. if you buy the kit, it's six seventy two, dollars And the kit, <laughs> right, the kit does not include a shovel, even though they show that in a picture. The kit includes instructions 
and a prayer card. So the statue is three and a half inches tall, and then they tell you to put it in a Ziploc bag so that he doesn't get... I don't know. Maybe you can pull him up and use him again. He I don't can't know. breathe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so they, they give you the prayer card of what to say when you're jamming him into the ground upside down. <laughs> and, um... Of course, everybody on Amazon is going, oh, my daughter listed her house and it sold. Well, generally, eventually. Look at the housing market. <laughs> yeah, things sell. But we did have one lady, and she was selling her condo, so she got a house plant, and she got a little Joseph statue and just jammed him in there upside down. <laughs> it seems not kind. I know. And I wonder where the upside down thing came from. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's it. It's like all these little tricks and uh, very ritual, the rituals and the rituals scare me. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. Okay. This guy, he, (laughs) I like that. You'll never guess it. Alexander of Comana, if I'm saying it correctly. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what he's the uh, bishop? Or no, he's the saint of of haircuts. <laughs> nope. How many hairstylists are named Alexander? So it's a given. He is um, the patron saint of charcoal burners. <laughs> what? I know. Hold on one second. I just that wanna... is way too specific. <laughs> so Alexander. Is the patron saint of charcoal burners. Nope. And <laughs> nope. I I say false. <laughs> nope. Okay, so but but listen to this. There's controversy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was known as the charcoal burner. Um uh, he was the bishop of Kamana in Pontus, or the hell that is. Um <laughs> whether <laughs> Whether he was the first to occupy that seat is unknown. Um, he had taken it was up, a line. <laughs> and I like how it's, uh, he died circa uh, 251. Right. So um, things are unknown. I like that. Mm. But um, <laughs> it says his curious name comes from the fact that he had, out of humility, taken up the work of burning charcoal. Because... <laughs> I think, like, this is going to be my new career. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go burn charcoal. Anyway, um, so to me, this sounds like (laughs) he he was demoted. I think he was a patron saint of something good. And then they were like, no, we just got another one in. This one we're putting down. It's like. Yeah, when people are like, what's your name? And you look around and you're like, Wally. So that's what I think happened. I looked at charcoal. I think that he got sick of his job because it says he took up the work of burning charcoal so as to escape worldly honors. He was noted for being exceptionally dirty in consequence. (laughs) (laughs) called a philosopher, but it is not certain that the term can be taken literally. <laughs> the discovery of his virtues was accidental <laughs> and due to the contempt with which he was widely regarded. So, um, so this guy, St. Gregory Thaumaturgus, <laughs> came to Comana to help pick a new bishop for the place. He rejected all the candidates, and somebody jokingly suggested, hey, what about Alexander the charcoal burner? (laughs) And Gregory, not knowing sarcasm, I guess he was Canadian, uh, took the suggestion seriously, summoned Alexander, and found that he had to do with a saintly man of great capabilities. Alexander was made bishop and administered it with wisdom. He was burned to death in the persecution <laughs> carried oh. out by Decius. I don't know if I'm saying that. Oh, right. my God. But wait a minute. Was his campaign 
Every day is Ash Wednesday <laughs> with Alexandra. <laughs> oh my God! So his day of feast, which is festival and okay. you know celebrating them, is kept on August 11 by Roman Catholics and on August 12 among Orthodox Christians. You know, just because what? there's we some did? kind of yeah. an argument about what day to celebrate <laughs> Alexander the Charcoal and they better oh. only cook over charcoal. Right. I'm just and and you know that just shows our ignorance. Like, of course there had to be different professions back then. Like you can't say, oh, a I'm a data Is entry. <laughs> and when, does it? You know, like when they have the little saint necklaces. Is his just got a bunch of Cold. grime? <laughs> oh, I see. That left a mark on your chest. It must be Saint Alexander. Just exceptionally oh dirty. Uh, but I love that it was done kind of as like a joke. Oh, anyway. But somehow you get your best leaders that way. I I guess. Let's, uh. <laughs> okay, so here's another one. Um, I just thought that you would like this one. I'm not going to tell you what she is. I'm just going to read her name for you. St. Barbara. <laughs> um, yeah. So in 1969, I like that as recently as 69, they're still complaining and squabbling about who's on the lists. Mm -hmm. She was removed from the general Roman calendar, but not from the list of saints because her historicity, which I did not know that was a word, Mm -mm. was in doubt. And so here's why. According to a word that I can't pronounce, (laughs) Barbara... Was carefully guarded by her father, who kept her locked up in a tower to keep her from the outside world, which makes sense because that's what you no. did, right? No. no? Oh, okay. Um, so before she went on a journey, her father commanded that this bathhouse be built, and um, she had secretly uh, rejected an offer of marriage that came through her father and become a Christian. So this bathhouse right. was supposed to have two windows in it, but she's like, I'd like an, I'd like a third window. And it was like, <laughs> secret nod to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> she was such a rebel. Um, so when her father returned, she acknowledged herself to be a Christian. Upon this, he drew his sword to kill her, but her prayers created an opening in the tower wall, and she was miraculously transported to a mountain gorge, where two shepherds watched their flocks. Dioscorus, in pursuit of his daughter, was rebuffed by the first shepherd, but the second betrayed her. For doing this, he was turned to stone, and his whole flock was changed Mm. to locusts. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if they're going to believe this about saints, of course they're going to believe the Jesus story. Right. Or think... his, his blood is in the right. wine and all that stuff. And, and right. by they, I mean anybody and religion. I mean, okay. stories where you just magically appear, bloop, hey, I'm no longer <laughs> in my right. tower. Anymore. I'm in a different place. That's like when you have a dream sequence in a TV show and you're like, nope. They stuck her in a dungeon. The dark prison was bathed in light and new miracles occurred. So every morning um, she would be beaten, uh, but her wounds would heal every morning. So finally they just condemned her to death and beheaded her. Oh, and her right. father I mean, carried out the death sentence. Holy <laughs> However, as punishment, he was struck by lightning on the way home. <laughs> And his body was consumed by flame. <laughs> it's not well, funny. Listened... It's just the level of drama in one sentence. Yeah. And why yeah. Why wasn't the miracle that, like, he got struck by lightning before he started beating her? Or the miracle that she got zapped out of that dungeon again? Yeah. Shit. So, so they're doubting all of those things, and I am you know, too. There was discussion, okay. <laughs> right? But I'm water into wine, them. right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, can you imagine what a saint named Lidwina, Lidwina, oh yeah, man, would be patron saint of? Yes, it's not going to be something pretty. So I'm going to say it is. 
damn it. I was going to say sewage, but if it's something pretty, I'm going to say flowers. Of flower growing. Of, of I want my flat, wait, of propagation. Because mm. you, you propagate and you want it to grow and you're like, Ludwina, patron saint <laughs> of propagation, grow, die. Well, she was born in Holland where there is a big tulip population, one of nine kids. Um, but she's the patron saint of ice skaters because oh. when she was 15, she was ice skating, fell and broke a rib, never recovered, became progressively disabled for the rest of her life. And so uh, she became paralyzed except for her left hand and great pieces of her body fell off and oh. blood, po- blood poured from her mouth and her oh. ears and her okay. nose. All right. Um, <laughs> some people today think that she might have been the first known multiple sclerosis patient, but this sounds a little, this sounds really just different because it says after her fall, she fasted continuously and acquired fame as a healer and holy woman. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) she couldn't put her left hand on herself. Right. It was just, okay. Um, 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 um. Okay, so uh, there was something to do with her eating a little piece of apple and a bit of a date and watered wine, uh, and then the river water contaminated with salt from the tides, yada, yada. But then it said the authenticating document says that Lidwina shed skin, bones, part of her intestines, which her parents kept in a vase and gave off a sweet odor. Oh, nice. (laughs) So how do you shed your intestines? You're pooping that out. How does that... Wow. I know. And guess how old she lived to? 52. She stuck around a while for all these parts. God. I know. Mom, Dad, look what I pooped. We're putting that in a jar. (laughs) And it's going to give off a sweet odor. So so here's one I picked. I found out who the patron saint for your birthday is. And Why are you laughing birthday. already? Because, because <laughs> your birthday gonna... has like 12 to choose from. And I mean... mine has one, which <laughs> will make sense to you in a moment. Because uh, for my birthday, the patron saint is Raymond of Penyafort. Um, so the King James one of Aragon had lustful desires and allowed them to, you know, inhibit his ability to be a good King. So while on the Island of Mallorca, Ooh, party. Yeah. Um, Raphael Nadal's birthplace and residence. Yeah. Right. Right. And I didn't pick it. Anyway. And now you're Catholic. Done. <laughs> now I'm Catholic. So the king brings his mistress with him to Majorca because they're trying to convert the Moors to Catholicism. So the king said, no, I'm not going to get rid of my concubine because uh, Raymond said, get rid of him. I don't want to. So Raymond tells his Dominican companion, soon you're going to see how the king of heaven is going to get this guy, this king, and he's going to provide me with a ship to get off the island because the king said, get off the island. So so Raymond was waiting for a miracle, but he didn't get a miracle. <laughs> he, he <turned laughs> but he got a day. Okay. <laughs> right. He turned his tunic into a boat. So he took off his long black cloak and made a (laughs) mast. And and he says, Raymond bid the other Dominican to hop on, but his companion, lacking the saint's faith, refused to do so. Then Raymond bid him farewell, and with the sign of the cross, he pushed away from the shore and miraculously (laughs) sailed away on his cloak. (laughs) But he was naked? So he's just a naked man? (laughs) Thank you. So it says he sailed the approximately 160 miles mm-hmm. to Barcelona in oh, the space of six hours. Um, and then he landed to a crowd of amazed spectators. And then King James renounced his evil ways and lived a good life. Oh. So, yeah. So not, so what he predicted would happen to the king didn't happen either. He's really just sainted for floating on cloth. Is and this he changed I... the king's ways. So. Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. So okay. who do I get? 
for your birthday. It must be good because get... I share a birthday with not only Nero, but Don Johnson. And oh, wow. Uh, I know. That's enough gift for me. Uh, okay, so Margaret of Fontana um, was a Dominican sister of the Third Order, a Roman Catholic saint. Um, she was known as being very pious from an early age and vowed oh, her virginity that. to God. <laughs> that sounds She helped familiar. the poor and the sick. This sounds like just what you did on missionary stuff. Uh, and was known to stay up all night praying. Miraculous healings were reported from her intercessions. She is said to have driven demons away by making the sign of the cross. <laughs> that is me. Right? Why ain't I got no sainthood? Yeah. yeah um, she was Italian, too. <laughs> well, oh, because I'm not and Italian. this one was Italian. <laughs> so, there's, that's all I know about saints. That, that, well, that's plenty except for the great candles. So the other things that I don't get are like the miracles. And I've had friends who were very sick and they would fly to like lords and other things where supposed Catholic miracles happen because I guess you have to be there. I guess the praying to all the saints doesn't totally take. I don't know. I don't understand. Um I don't understand a lot now in religion, but I'm going to tell you a few miracles that the Catholic Church believe or or whatever. So in like 1530s in Mexico City, which it always happens to be a Catholic area. Anyway, uh, there was a peasant. Because they didn't have any kind of way of communicating (laughs) from other places. Right. So... (laughs) there was a peasant who said he saw the Virgin Mary, you know, he was like on a hill somewhere. And she's like, I want you to build a church. Um, And he said, go pick some flowers or something. And he gave them to her. And then she like made an imprint of the flowers on his cloak. I don't mm. know, or his jacket, or his <laughs> jean jacket. Only jacket. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was rhinestone on the back of a jean jacket, and so it cannot be proven or misproven. Shocker, but I always think like those. Why? Why the useless miracles? Why flowers <laughs> right. on a jacket? And yeah. uh. What use is that? Especially if you cannot sell it at H&M. Um, <laughs> right. So then there was, you know, there's always sort of uh, that there is a vial of blood here and there and how the blood is usually dry and then three times throughout the year on special days. It becomes blood-like. There was actually reports of, like, levitating. (laughs) Some people were, like, flying. Mm -hmm. Um, In the 1600s, again, pre-camera. Right, (laughs) pre-camera. But possibly consumption of mushrooms? Right. Or some kind of hallucinogenic? Someone jumping high uh, (laughs) and other people (laughs) see it? I don't. I don't know, but... Wait a minute. Look up when the first trampoline was built. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Let's see. And the other one that is weird to me is Stigmata. So I did watch that movie Stigmata a long time ago. But the whole (laughs) thing where holes end up or, you know, on people's palms... Or blood is coming down from a statue. Yeah. Now, a lot of these, of course, have been disproven. But why? And why are, like, statues of Mary crying? Yeah. Why aren't there ones of her laughing? Does she not bring joy? Is she (laughs) just always really sad? Um, Does she not laugh when a dog tinkles on her (laughs) right (laughs) and are those tears yellow we really need to know i 
just, and I wonder, like, when do, when do you first learn of these things? And when you're Catholic, I mean, we learn of them when we're a lot older, but it would yeah, it I terrify guess you, the children. I don't know. I guess you just grow up thinking okay with that. I mean, think about, of course, how happy-go-lucky we all were about Noah's Ark, and we were doing singing musicals where we were smiling. You know, right. we weren't saying, like, kids are drowning, and everyone's <laughs> screaming, and their mouths are filled with, you know, sludge, and they're sinking to the bottom of the ocean. So maybe it's sort of painted in a different light. I don't know. Happy holes. Happy holes? That's disgusting. (laughs) I don't know. They probably had, like, some fun songs. I don't know. Like, there's a hole in one hand, a hole in the other. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Their music seems a lot more depressing than ours. Very true. There's a lot of dirge uh, stuff. So when you were talking about how the the people that weren't the elite could read, and that's how a lot of what today we call misinformation and control was happening. So the church, you'd think that they'd want the distribution of their core beliefs to be spread everywhere, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so in the 16th century, William Tyndale who I'd heard of, but really didn't know much. He's a scholar, and he was like, people should know everything. So he's going to translate the Bible into English so that people could read it for themselves. Well, Mm -hmm. the Catholic Church was not happy about this. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on a minute. (laughs) They'd just been sitting around making up miracles about flowers. (laughs) being transferred onto jackets. <laughs> oh my God, our interpretation of this is so shitty. It I'm is, feeling so guilty. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is scholarly oh. stuff. Okay, so they were like, whoa, whoa. Do not, do not get what we believe into the hands of everyone. <laughs> um, and some of the copies were being smuggled around Europe and the Catholic authorities we're like, burn those. Everyone oh. who sees something that they can read, <laughs> please burn it. Uh, and so then finally, Tyndale was captured and he was tried for heresy, for even daring to translate the Bible, and he was burned. So uh, that's great. Like, okay, life is so precious that you can't. You can't use birth control, but oh, this guy to burn him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you can read that. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of obviously shitty stuff in the past and still now. So if you're wondering why we're not addressing some of the terrible things the Catholic Church have done with indigenous children and innocent people, that is not our podcast, but we... We know it's out there, uh, and it's terrible. Um, but I was going to say, just to touch on, it's easier to touch on, like, the craziness when it was a long time ago. So yeah. they had old Boniface VIII in 1200 <laughs> to 1300. I don't know. He lived a my, while. My male counterpart name, Boniface. <laughs> <laughs> Proper name. That's right. Bonnie's twin brother. It's amazing how you can be a pope and just be, you know, sadistic and insane. Isn't that the definition of pope? Not only did he help destroy uh, Palestrina, which I don't know if that's Palestine, but then... He ordered, like, a a bulldozer, which I really don't (laughs) think that that is really what was happening then. It was to be... A bulldozer back then is just a bunch of guys dragging a big rock. (laughs) (laughs) So the rock had to be rolled over the land to prove, like, it's all rubble now. And uh, also, he was not really into celibacy. In fact, he had (laughs) what we call a three-way 
but also an incestuous one because it was a mother oh. and a daughter. And uh. he also did things with young boys. Like, there was nothing... How how they kept him in power, I don't know. I guess that's when, you know, you watch all the HBO specials um, yeah. about <laughs> the Borgeses and the Borgias, and that's all of them together, and just see, like, crazy political stuff getting involved. Yeah, and if you've got just the personality to be a bully and wrangle some followers, then you're going to take off. Yeah, I guess so. If you've got, you know, political clout, I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you some more recent interesting things that are fun. Um, so you have a new road trip ahead of you. This oh, one. No. Yeah. This Fucking one Florida is again? A towards an oh. area that you and I like, sort of near Naples, which is a lovely area. It's called Ave Maria, and there's a university, I guess, Ave Maria uh, University, and there's a song, which I will now sing. (laughs) Um, But it was like a planned community. It's still there, but it was a planned community for Catholics, like isolating town like we will stay in here and we will do catholic things right um and it's got when i looked at it it's been around since like 2005 i was thinking you were gonna say 1963 like when the advent of the kennedy administration (laughs) came catholic town no Uh. because do you know who built it it was built by the founder of Domino's Pizza. Sure. I know. <laughs> he got paid by the Baptist kids on Wednesday nights ordering pizza <laughs> for youth group. I know that, that oh. we actually helped build this, I guess. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, you can look at Ave Maria and look at the planned community, which is interesting because they show all the activities, but... There's never, like, you don't see everyone with Ash Wednesday foreheads. I, it, it isn't on the forefront <laughs> of their materials, of their PR Ash push. Wednesday is every Wednesday. No, every Wednesday is Ash Wednesday at Ave Maria. Um, do you remember the first time you learned about the ashes on the forehead? Because yeah. I do. I was working at Macy's, and kept people kept coming by me, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> we were just so insulated with our little Baptist, we don't have any rituals because we're perfect, um, mentality. And I, I don't even remember who I felt comfortable enough to ask, like, why are all these people coming on with gray schmutz on their head? I, right. Shocked and the hell out of me. Totally, because it looks very cultish. It looks very, like... It's an X. But sometimes it's a lazy thumbprint, let's admit it, because some people just get a dot. Like the priest is like, I'm I'm not going to go lateral on this one. We're just giving a (laughs) vertical. Um, But yeah. I'm pretty sure I had just read Helter Skelter too, so I was probably thinking the first one was a swastika. (laughs) So some recent scandals that we've seen and talked about, but we've just got to hit them up here. All right. So there was this guy, and we've talked about him, Jeffrey Burrill, and he was... uh, He was a Wisconsin-based priest, and he resigned because he was also the top administrator for the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. You know what I mean, the USCCB, Bonnie. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the highest ranking that you can get that's not a bishop. Don't know. Anyway, he ended up, quote, stepping down or resigning once they found out that he had joined Grindr, which is the, quote, queer dating app, and that he was going to gay bars because they (laughs) were, they they were pretty much had an agreed, like, spying on their data. 
or they had access to their stuff. So now there's this whole thing like, okay, yeah, he was doing something improper, but it's also weird that they have sort of, quote, spyware on, you know, these people's phones. But it's not, it's not like they're like, oh, you know what? You left the church and you were supposed to be the security guard there for 10 minutes to go get a Dr. Pepper. These were a lot bigger infractions. They were definite, yeah. Went against the whole belief system. Right, right. So this is, so supposedly, yeah, they, they, as we've said before, there's even... Uh, there's lots of evidence, but this is interesting. It says, according to commercially available records of the app signal data obtained (laughs) Uh by the group that checks on them, the mobile device emitted data signals from a location-based hookup app grinder on nearly a daily basis. Oh, golly. And at his office... And oh. at the USCCB owned residence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and also when he was traveling. But this was interesting that there were data app signals that suggest he was at the same time engaged in serial and illicit sexual activities. So I'm like, is that a GPS where they know he went to bars? <laughs> right. And he also went to a gay bathhouse in Vegas, so they have that. <laughs> but how do they know that he's actually having sex? And it made me wonder if they can okay. zoom in <laughs> on the GPS and just see, like, quick back-and-forth movements. I don't know. How like do they this know? Is, uh, this is going uh so it was like yeah. the guy who was um in the deconversion camp like I was going there to witness or I just had to go in there to go to the bathroom <laughs> every day <laughs> every day oh so God. I don't know exactly um Anywho, so there's that they guy to the other people who were pinging cell phone towers on the grinder app. But it, it says the de- I don't, it, yeah. Uh, Any yeah. hoodly who that guy is is being investigated <sighs> and we're talking about him because this is consensual. We're not going to get into the other uh disgustingness uh that many Catholics have partaken in, but we're now going to go to Italy. <laughs> and Talk about a really well-respected priest who is 40, uh, charismatic people. They loved him. Yeah. And his Young, name is Father. energetic. <laughs> yep, yep. He probably could jump high and levitate. Francesco <laughs> Spagnisi. And he was arrested because... He's suspected of stealing $117,000 from the old coffers to fuel (laughs) sex parties uh, that he was having. And? So they have to question around 200 people who have been going to what is called these Kim sex parties. Mm -hmm. And the Kim we are talking about is that he also imported GHB, known as the date rape drug, but is also used to, like, have people be uninhibited um, yeah, from the Netherlands and cocaine. And oh then just was throwing these orgies, how people didn't know about <laughs> them sooner. But the poor people, like elderly people who went to his church... He yeah. was telling them to give more because the money would be going to the depraved. Oh. Uh, yeah. But they're so such different lifestyles. You can imagine, like, those two worlds would just not intersect. Which ones? You know, the parishioners and his, and his lifestyle that he was throwing as far as parties. But wouldn't you have, like, people go... There had to be whispers, which I guess is how maybe he ended up getting caught. But if he's doing them 
maybe in his place. And it says they're like a rave. Wouldn't they just like every Saturday night be like, what are those neon flashes <laughs> coming the, from the parchment? At the vicarage. Vicarage, <laughs> that's it. Oh, I, my God. I don't know. And, and, oh, and if and, you're if if you're if you're part of his church community and you go to a party, you don't want anybody to know you've been. So probably you keep your mouth shut. But I don't know. I don't remember I, how he was caught. I don't. I I could look it up, but I do know that it said he had a roommate, which is interesting. Like, was that <laughs> someone working at the church? But it said that he and his roommate were on online dating sites to invite oh. people to their drug-fueled ra- uh, raves. Oh, so I'm God. like, so I guess it's at his apartment. But when they went there, they also found homemade crack pipes made from bottles. Oh, I mean, it was just, this is, this was a Hannah Montana <laughs> Uh, situation. <laughs> we got a Hannah Montana here in Italy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So and, and you are... know what? The other day when I saw that article come across, I was like, uh, we thought that we wouldn't have anything to talk about when we started this podcast, like on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> Just, it goes on <laughs> and on and I don't know. But the good thing is I made a TikTok recently that was fascinating because it was the Pope is he does his talking as he is wont to do. And some of his things that he's saying are just so sensible that go against all of this weird stigmata you know, bleeding out the eyeballs, orgy rave situation. Orgy rave. (laughs) It's it's confusing. So, of course, there are bishops that are arguing, like, should Biden be given communion because Mm -hmm. he's pro-choice? And Mm -hmm. Popey steps in and is like, yeah, like, shut up. Yeah, you give... (laughs) people communion because you're a pastor you're not a politician bam (laughs) and then he also was like go get your freaking vaccine and he said freaking i like he said it fucking he said fucking um (laughs) he's criticizing christianity for even using politics and i'm like right wow he's so great but of course People are not happy with him. And those people are the ones who are the Catholicics. Uh, Let me see. So I got a lot of comments, and there are people who are Catholics who are like, I'm so proud that he's finally, we have someone who we can be proud of. Now, there is a lot of work to be done, obviously. There is some real big shit that needs to be addressed. But people like, you know, other kind of shit. Oh, yeah. They're like the Jesuits are the best. Annie was a scientist. And other people are saying that their churches and the Catholic people are trying to take him down um, because he is not what they want. And then I looked it up and he's actually been saying that. People have been trying to kill him for a while and mm-hmm. that there's even bishops and cardinals and all that meeting in secret, maybe on Grinder to discuss. <laughs> maybe it rains. On Grinder. They use the chat function on Grinder <laughs> to right. discuss the Pope. <laughs> to be like, how do we get this guy out of here? So it's so crazy that you can have someone who sounds reasonable and people are like, no, we want unreasonable. We yeah. want, yeah. But you've got a 1.3 billion people strong population. You're going to have a better chance of having a whole bunch of uh, chances of people doing shitty things. Right, right, absolutely. Although I really think some of the Baptist youth ministers are equal, if not surpassing that number. 
Totally. But I would like to set um, and I would like to set a Google reminder for a year from now to check in and see what kind of uh, what kind of punishment Francesco Spagnesi got. We will. We'll set. We'll set we'll an set alarm. Set alarm for a year from now. <laughs> Check on Catholic back. raver. Uh, yeah. So I said that we were going to give away some candles. So yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to throw them into the crowd. These glass candles. <laughs> uh, no, we thought this would be a good thing. We love Illuminidals. Go look at them. They have everyone on a candle. They have Dolly. They have Bernie. They have uh, Cher. I'm thinking of all the one names. But you can get sport sport people. You can get ballers yep. on there. <laughs> Whatever you Karen want. Karen sent me one with David Cross. Cross you, has you've... nothing to do with Jesus as Cross. <laughs> um, and she's got one of Tina Fey. Right. You can, uh, whoever you want. So we're going to give a few away. We'll figure out, you and I, we can discuss on Grindr. Do we, we can give two, <laughs> we can give three. I don't know. Away from Illuminidals and all you need to do is write us a review. You have to go to Apple Podcasts. And because this takes a few clicks, uh, it's a bit of a chore. And I hate that for you if you're listening yeah. on Spotify. But just go to Apple Podcasts, find us, and then write a review then screenshot that review. I don't know how. You figure it out. You can do it. We trust <laughs> you. And then send that to us at deconversiontherapypodcast at gmail. That's all you need yeah. to do. Do it by Hallow's Eve. Ooh. And then we'll pick a few winners. And then you get to pick whoever you want on it. We'll have it mailed to you. And a, a sign of our appreciation it will they, arrive COD, but you're going right. to want to pay the charges. <laughs> and you can melt the wax out and make a bong. for, Or an ugly drinking glass. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes a little waxy, but I like it. And send us your funny true letters. And yeah. don't be a Catholic. I mean, a shit pile. 